Welcome to the Salted Anchor Podcast. Each week, I hope that I can encourage you, give you some humor, a healthy dose of perspective, laughter, and most importantly, love. The Salted Anchor is our home. And I will be unpacking some stories about love, about life, about relationships. And today, I was driving my children to school. You see, my name is Cami Smith. I'm a wife to Jerron, and I have four children. They all start with a Z. Zoe is the oldest, then I have Zachary. Zeta follows number three, and Zion is the baby. And each day before school, we always made a, what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? I can remember when Zion, who is not a morning person, couldn't even say anything he was thankful for. So in order for him to change his mood, I found a way to get him to join in without letting him say anything. And on those days that he wasn't feeling it, I said, if you don't feel like saying anything, just say thank you. Day after day, day after day, day after day, driving to school, walking to school, getting them to school, he would just say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Grumpy, happy. The other kids had wonderful things they were so grateful for. Big gratitude, thank yous. And his was just, thank you. But that thank you started to plant some seeds of gratitude. And today, as we were driving to school, he was the one that started out, I am thankful for Jesus for dying on the cross for me. I'm thankful for Daddy waking up early in the mornings and getting to work so that we can live in this big, beautiful house. Sometimes it's those little seeds that get planted start to develop the bigger picture. You see, Zion is only nine years old. Even in those times that he wasn't participating, he was still listening. And his siblings and myself were the ones that were planting those seeds of gratitude even prior years. We would say we were grateful for what we have now. And I remember in November, years back, everybody would post their November gratitude. Every day on Facebook, they would post what they were thankful for. And this one particular year, we were living in a small town in Kansas, and the Lord told me, don't post anything on Facebook. I want you to teach your children about gratitude. We were going through a season in life that we really didn't understand. So I stepped out in faith and I started to each day say what we were thankful for. I would start off or I would let one of the others join in and all of us would say our daily gratitude. This happened all of November and the Lord spoke to me. He said, continue through December. We did. January came around and he spoke something into me and he started telling me to speak into the things that you don't have as if you had them. That one was a hard one for me. 
You see, when you are in a season that you don't understand and the finances are right where they're at and you're only seeing the small town that you live in, you are, but God is starting to stretch you. And all of a sudden I started speaking to the things that I didn't have as if I had them. And the kids started dreaming and speaking to those things as if they had them. We started speaking into the big, beautiful house. We started speaking into living in a different area. And we started speaking these things out in gratitude as if we already had them. It wasn't very long until my husband sent me a text and just said, I applied for a new job. And I think I really want it. And that job was going to take us to a big city. And he said, don't tell the kids because I don't want to get their hopes up, but I really want this job. So I started speaking into the atmospheres with the children about their daddy's job, about expanding our territories. And I did it so gracefully without telling them anything. I just continued to speak into the atmosphere. It was one week, one long week that he had this interview and he had to wait for all the other interviews to take place. And we still spoke into the atmospheres, our gratitude. And we were so thankful for what God was doing, even though we couldn't see it, even though we couldn't feel it. And then all of a sudden we got the call. He gets the job. We are about to move from the Midwest to the East Coast. Well, at least the Eastern time zone. We were moving to Atlanta, Georgia, and I couldn't be more excited. God was answering some prayers that even happened prior to that that I spoke into. And we continued with our gratitude each and every day. Then we kind of got out of the gratitude because we kind of got comfortable. But see, God doesn't want us to stay comfortable where we're at. He wants us to continue to speak into the atmosphere and be thankful for those things that we don't even see because he wants us to continue to enlarge our territories. Because you see, we thought we were home. We thought we were going to plant some roots in Atlanta, Georgia, but yet God had another plan for us. And there was a stirring that was starting up. And my husband and I both looked at each other and we're like, This isn't home. And it wasn't, but just a few days later, he gets another call from work, offering him another job in another city, in another state, further away, enlarging our territories once again. But that was a year that stretched us, stripped us. We didn't know where we were to call home for a full year living with family waiting wondering God when are you going to answer these prayers you've been stretching us for so long how much more can you stretch us he's living in a hotel I'm living with family trying to raise children in somebody else's home God what are we to do where are we to call home and he continued to stretch us And as he stretched us, he rebuilt relationships that were lost and broken. He broke off some relationships that were damaged. And he restored ones 
that needed mending. You see, God is in the business of gratitude and stretching because he doesn't want us to stay planted right where we are. And he brings us to a small town on the eastern shore and a house bigger than we had imagined and a yard bigger than we could imagine and a small country town with farms everywhere and roadside fresh produce, farmers markets down the block. The big city is an hour away. Stretched our faith. And in those seasons of wondering, where are we to call home? We stretched our faith. Our kids started praying and fasting differently. We started seeking the face of God differently because it was a cry of our heart. It was a cry of our gratitude and God listened. And there was a day that I was so frustrated I didn't understand where I was to go. I didn't understand what I was to do. I was so sick of looking at the internet, shopping from the Midwest to the East Coast, and I got on Zillow because the Holy Spirit said, get on there one more time. Expand your search. Look below where you've been wanting to look. Because you see, there was this place on the Eastern shore of Virginia that I just loved. There was something about it that was drawing me there. And I couldn't figure it out. But when we drove through it prior to, I felt a sense of belonging. But what I hadn't done was expanded outside of that little region. And this one particular day, it was a Thursday. I heard the Holy Spirit say, one more time because sometimes when the spirit speaks to me he doesn't give me full sentences he gives me just a little bit and makes me do the rest but see he's a gentleman he doesn't operate on my time or his time he operates out of my obedience see when I looked one more time and I expanded my search one more time this house popped up and I saw the address and I saw Big Farm Road and I knew that was our house. So I'm talking to my husband on a Friday night out of frustration. I showed him the, the photos because I knew he was over it. I knew I was over it. We had, we had spent hundreds of dollars on applications hearing nothing. Other people getting the houses. We were desperate for a yes. Out of pure out of pure exhaustion, he says, look into it. He was over it, and I could tell in his voice, he didn't want to hear one more no. So I looked into it. My heart was beating a million miles an hour. As I'm on the phone, I email I say goodnight to my husband and I leave it in God's hands. I'm an hour behind Eastern because at this point I'm living with family 18 hours away from my husband. So I'm in the Midwest. It's early. I get an email 
probably 6 a.m. my time, saying there's an open house on that Saturday morning. So I text my husband, there's an open house today. Can you make it down there? He says, too far away. So I contact them asking how long the open house will last. No response. My husband shows up as they were closing down, ready to close the open house. He was the only one that showed up. People from the area had put in applications. There was 30 other applicants wanting this house. And the person that owned it said, I just need an answer. Lord, who is it to be? And the Lord spoke to him and said, there was only one that showed up. See, sometimes when God stretches you, he stretches you beyond what you can believe, think, or imagine. Sometimes when he does things, he does it exceedingly and abundantly above all you could think or ask. Sometimes he shuts the doors so other people can't walk in to your home. Sometimes he does things to blow your mind because that's the kind of God that we serve. A good, good father. Even back in those little tiny towns of Kansas, walking to school, saying what we were thankful for, blessed for, seeing all the way back there, When the kids were itty bitty, we were setting a foundation. We were setting a precedence of gratitude, of thankfulness. We were setting the seeds that were planted so long ago so that we could reap a harvest even now. Your words have so much power. They are going to create life and death. Just in the power of your words. If you say it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. If you say it's going to happen, you're going to start to watch things start to manifest differently. Because God operates out of your words, out of your obedience. He's a gentleman. He's not going to just do it. He's going to do it when you're ready for it. He's going to do it because your heart's in the right place. And sometimes... He's going to do it that's going to blow your mind. So it's okay to hear those no's. It's okay to hear that door shut. Did you know Thomas Edison failed at the light bulb 10,000 times? He was told he was too stupid to do anything great. 10,000 times. And we get frustrated at one rejection. We get frustrated at two rejections. We crumble when three people are against us. We crumble when everybody feels like they're against us. But he failed 10,000 times. Here's the thing. Life happens to all of us. We're not guaranteed 
exceeding and abundant blessings without the failures, the mistakes, the screw-ups. Because with every mistake, you get better. That didn't work, so let's try it this way. That didn't work, let's try it this way. How many bakers have burnt a cake? And many of them. How many decorators made something ugly before they got it perfected? Watch your words. Watch your actions. Because I tell you what, the God that I serve is going to show up and show out on your behalf because of your words, because of your actions, because of your obedience. Listen to that still, small voice. Had I not listened to open up that app and one more time, I wasn't feeling it and he knew it. But I did it out of obedience. Had I not told my kids to speak into the atmospheres all those years ago, I wouldn't be standing in my living room where I am today in the salted acre. Because we found we're on the eastern shore. God calls us to be salt and light and we've got to be anchored in him. So our home is the salted anchor. I thank you for joining me today and I can't wait to share what God has for you next week.